IndyCar Series champion, Indy 500 champion, Will Power. He joined us earlier. Video interview, we have it up on our YouTube page. Be, be sure you subscribe to Speed Freaks on YouTube. This interview is spectacular. And we kick it off with Will Power. A little aggravated the fact that he can't get his phone, his camera set up properly to give him better facial features as we conduct this interview with this former Indy 500 champion. I really like the way I'm playing with my phone, like just trying to get my face exactly in the middle. Leave it there. Oh. You, you want Indianapolis. Good. Can you not afford a damn tripod? Will I, I have. That's what I said. I, 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 my wife bought one, but yeah, I can't. Have, yeah, I, I've spent all my money. Like I've got no money. I thought that that's what you do when you make money. You just spend it all on things. Wait, that's uh, not you, Will. I've seen no, your Instagram. No, that's no, your no. Amazon stuff coming yeah. to the front door. That's not from you. <laughs> it's not from me. No, actually, I don't spend. I am like, I could live in a little apartment and, you know, live on next to nothing. I would actually be fine with that. The only thing I need is to be able to do some sort of competition or motorsport um, that keeps me going. But apart from that, like, you just, you don't need it. I, you, it's, it, it's sorry it's 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 great <laughs> it's great to have money i'm not telling you you should just get rid of it you probably should keep it if you got a lot of money because it is great like it's a lot of advantages to having money but i could do without it what about liz though she couldn't do without it huh well she's got she got the kids she got two kids me and the little guy so <laughs> that's why she needs some money she doesn't spend any money on herself it's always for other people she's not a um indulgent person let's say wait you dropped something in there that she's got two kids you and so i know i like that, that yeah oh yeah she has a look yeah she's got two kids she's raising you too is that what that is that what you're saying well she she she's like she says to me it's like shoveling snow when it's snowing having me in the house <laughs> that's basically it so she looks forward to race weekends when you get out of the house. Oh no, she comes. She comes to the. We got a. She comes to the motorhome and same thing, shoveling snow, man, and it's snowing outside. <laughs> it's dark. But I tell you what, like she, she really allows me just to focus on racing. That's it. That's cool. Yeah. You look pretty laid back today, Will Power. How long? I just, take I just you to recover from a race. I, some oh. football players. Can't get out of bed till Tuesday or Wednesday after a Sunday game. Does it take you that long to recover after a race? Well, yeah, actually, it it does. Um, it takes you till Wednesday to get just back to normal. I give you that. It does take till Wednesday to feel good again. Because um, I mean, it is really tiring. I'm very tired right now. Um, so yeah, yeah, the races are races are very tough. Very tough. Like it's almost like going out in the night on the drink because you, because you you dehydrate so much and you don't sleep much. Um, yeah. So yeah. all those stories that people who don't know better when they say that all you do is sit and steer a car, no. they don't really understand what's going on. You you got a lot of happening uh, when you're out. The competition, the heat, the the physical ability to steer the thing you're doing a lot of work it's uh yeah you are it is way more physical than anyone knows like way more physical especially indycar it's probably the most physical form of motorsport there is because you don't 
you don't have power steering. If they gave power steering, it would make a huge difference. But um, it's the weight of the wheel and then the G-force on top of that and the heat because of the cockpit now. It's, um, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot more physical than anyone can imagine. Has there ever been a time where you've gotten out of a race and you're recovering that you had to reflect on, man, this felt like the bender that I had when I was 22 years old. I had so many beers. It feels like I am just hung over as hell. That's after you've hit the wall and you have a bit of a concussion. That's honestly like, that's why I don't, I don't drink any. I haven't had a, I haven't drank anything since 2015, except on the podium. I have a little bit of champagne sometimes, but, um, if you go out drinking the next day, it feels like you've had a concussion. It's the same thing. Like I really, I don't think it's good for your brain. I don't think it's, it's just, it's simply not. Um, and that's why I just don't, I don't drink anymore. I don't, you know, not that I drank a lot in the past, but yeah, when you go out and you have a big night, just talk, it's just terrible for you. Um, not enjoyable either. You don't really have good conversation when you're drunk, to be honest. Um, so yeah i just like mm, don't even really like the feeling of drunk are you a bastard when you're drunk or are you a nice were, were you a nice it's drunk? been a while kenny well, yeah, still that, yeah I, I, when i was young i was just out of control like just absolutely you know you see my uh emotions sometimes outside the car <laughs> well, yeah put that on steroids and you got me drunk <laughs> it could be pretty funny it's yeah it's not it's it's nuts, but yeah, that's it's not why I don't drink now. I just too old, man. Too old. Too old. Trying trying to yeah, trying to look after my body. I want to live till I'm at least fifty. So yeah, trying to trying to look after myself. You know, some of the guys in racing are just getting going good at fifty. You got plenty <laughs> of years. Well, yeah, I hope. Like, wouldn't it be nuts if you you could even just when if you won a race when you're 45 years old, it'd be pretty amazing. Oh, hello, Elio. Oh yeah, that bloody little. No, he's uh, <laughs> exactly Tom Brady mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, he's on top of the world right now at Elio. Well, Jimmy Johnson is Jimmy there Johnson? racing against mm-hmm. him, and he's past 40. He's up there. Yeah, Jimmy's Jimmy had his best weekend. He was actually pretty good. He was like, that's because that would, would be, he tested that track and he's raced that and he came back and he was, he was having a good race. Like he had a really good weekend. I was uh, actually really impressed because it's such a, honestly, a nuts task to try to do, like to try and um, try and try and learn that whole craft of IndyCar is such a different animal. I think uh, they, I mean, obviously he's a phenomenal talent. So he would apply the same strategies of learning that he did when he was, um, you know, becoming a legend in, in NASCAR. And you can see see it coming through. See it coming through. I was, uh, yeah, kind of I'm really happy to see him do well. Yeah, you want when, to see him do well. Will Power, when you're out there racing and winning in the front of the line, you're running a different race than some of the guys at the back of the line, like Jimmy Johnson. Do you ever worry about them, or are you just out there – Hitting your marks, setting your times, and getting to the victory circle. No, Jimmy's very much on my mind the whole race. So uh, the only time, honestly, the only time I'm worried about them is when I'm coming around and if I'm leading a race and they're there. If if someone's in front of you that 
won't get out of the way. It's always a tough situation. <laughs> but it's a rule. It's a rule if you watch the race on the weekend, you can spend a couple stints behind someone and they don't have to get out of the way. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so what do you do? There's no there's no chrome horns in IndyCar. What do you do to move people out of the way? Well, I wouldn't say there's no chrome horns. I mean, if you watch Dashville, I <laughs> moved a couple of teammates right out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> With yeah, I yeah, I honestly <laughs> I said to myself, I need to win a race before I speak to Roger again because I didn't see him after Nashville and I actually went and did that. <laughs> so now I was like I feel a bit more credit. I was like, hey Roger. Sorry about that last weekend, but try to make it up this weekend. Hey, I think you're in okay with a couple of cars and some damage after Nashville now that NASCAR has destroyed his curbing at Indianapolis. I think this is probably your best time to go talk to him. All good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I'll be good. I'm good. I built, built good credit. Built good credit. But, but Crasher, you bring up a good point. And, Will, I'm sure you being the uh... – uh, the forward thinker that you are, you saw that curb blowing up in the cup race. You think now I'm not on Roger Penske's mind anymore. Right. I got the win. NASCAR's blowing up his track. Now I can go talk to the captain, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. The, yeah. The curbing, uh, yeah, is built is perfect for IndyCar. I think just the way the NASCAR splitter is tore that thing up. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, just one of those things, you know, first time for cup cars around there. But, uh, um, yeah, easy fix, easy fix. Statman, I know it's on your mind. I'll go ahead and ask that question. We had A.J. Allmendinger on Sunday night after the cup race, and basically he said this, and a number of other drivers say this, where people are bitching and moaning about the curb blowing up. It's like, well, if you're a driver and you know certain aspects of this track, why don't you just stay the hell out of the way with that curb or make it a minimal uh, hit on the car versus trying to ramp up and go evil Knievel on it. Uh, you're the driver S steer away from it. Yeah, that's true. If you, you're yeah, concerned about equipment, you'd be doing that. Um, it's a bit, bit of a difficult corner to do that, but uh, yeah, it just, I mean, simply one splitter would have got under, under there. And that was, that was the, um, that's what caused it. You know, the way, how low they run that splitter, it just gets under that thing. And, um it's an easy that's an easy fix very easy fix just yeah but as you saw i mean they took it away it was fine <laughs> right um, the announcers were saying that the drivers won't know how to drive the course because they took that, that curb away that seems a bit silly a driver can drive and knows what's going on on the racetrack and they took them around there 10 or 15 times to say hey this has changed. Do, does that yeah. matter to a driver? Yeah, no, I don't think that would, that wouldn't have been an issue at all. Um, yeah, not at all. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who said that. Like, yeah, I don't think it would be an issue. Yeah, it wouldn't have been. Like, it was perfectly fine. Statman's just laughing. Because <laughs> Statman's not necessarily the – biggest fan of announcers sometimes announcers just talk to talk because they have a lot of time to fill and they don't necessarily mm -hmm. say anything that makes sense yeah i mean it i actually did some announcing the go-kart race it's very difficult 
to keep coming up with stuff to say. <laughs> like it's really hard. You got to start just berating people, and you know you just got to start, yeah, being really controversial and this sort of thing. Create arguments amongst the other commentators to keep there entertaining. Which is why people enjoy Paul Tracy. Love him or hate yeah. him, he's enjoyable. Yeah, Tracy's. Uh, I like Tracy, and um, he's he's kind of like me, in a way. The way he would drive, except yeah, not. I wasn't as bad as him, but um, no, just kidding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like Paul. It's good to have that dude up in the commentary box. He knows the game. He's driven for Roger. He's driven for a lot of teams, and um, and a controversial sort of guy, really. Yeah, yeah. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, just a wee bit. Uh, Will Power joining us here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. Will, are you wearing any pants? I am today, yeah. Normally yeah. I'm not. Normally I just have the underwear on, but yeah, I got the, I got it there. Yeah. Hey, why don't you show us around your little trophy room there, Broham? You keep showing them off over your shoulder. What you so got? What, look, what do you, can yeah. I actually turn this camera around? Yeah. Yeah. How do you do that? Dude, you're the social media pro. Yeah. There actually isn't. Doesn't look like there is a way to turn this camera around. Oh bummer! Yeah. How do you have a flip phone? Yeah, that's all I can afford right now. I like I said, I spent all my money. Ah. Uh huh. That doesn't work. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Why wouldn't you have Mike Cam? Here's another one. No, let's turns it off. Here, let's go like that. There we go. Oh yeah. Cool display. Mm -hmm. That's the Indy Road Course win in eighteen. 500 win championship. A cool painting of me and the little guy. Um, a bunch of trophies, bunch of pole awards, a couple of more trophies, plenty of uh, Pocono trophies. Look, three, two of those birds, one up there. I don't even know if you can see anything because I got that phone facing this way. No, we're good. Yeah. So you got the championship trophy next to the fireplace. Some people use it toward a doorstop. At least you have a little more respect for it than that. Yeah, yeah, I got a bunch of helmets too. Oh, cool nice. dude, cool, cool guys uh, in amongst there. But yeah, that's my basement. How often does that helmet exchange happen between you and other IndyCar drivers? I see. A few pictures just every once in a while on Instagram or Twitter. It's kind of cool that you guys do that. Yeah, it is cool. It is. Uh, yeah, I really, um, I, I, I like to swap helmets with all the guys I compete against. So that's, I'm in, in the process of doing that. I've, I've swapped a lot of, lot of helmets. Um, yeah, I probably got, what have I got? Three and 20, maybe 20 guys I've swapped with. Damn. Pretty good. That's nice. pretty. That's pretty expensive. Those things are like a thousand dollars or more. You you know you swap with somebody, they give you a two dollar helmet. That's not well. Cool. That's yeah. That's a concern <laughs> when you swap with like a, a jockey. They just give you a little round one, and there's no paint job on it either. Like it's a way worse <laughs> helmet if you swap with like a guy that won the triple crown. So you got this, but you know it's the it's what 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 head that helmet went on mm. that matters. Are you doing this on a, a bear rug? Yeah, I know. What is that you're sitting on? What the hell is that? It's an actual bear. He's just sleeping. No, it is a bit, it is funny. I've got this thing here. You look very comfy. 
Wow. Above. Yeah, it's now. I'll move the bear. No, it's hide, comfy. The bear hide that I got. Are we going to talk any racing, or are we just typically going to do We've a speed fix interview? Has this even? Have we even started it yet? Yeah, <laughs> not yet, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're just chillaxing. Hey, Cindrix, is a tall some bitch, bro, man. Yeah, he's like five. He's like uh, six five, six five, I reckon. Is that why he's not in IndyCar? Because he's so damn. I mean, Justin Wilson was a tall sob, but uh, yeah, Cindric, is that they, why? Yeah, they would have been about the same height. Those two guys. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Austin's big, big, big dude. He he, race, he comes out and races a go karts with us though. Wow. He bought one of my. I got a. I got my own kart brand called WPK, yeah. and he he runs around out there. He's pretty good. Okay, that's interesting. So Austin Cindric's cart is a willpower cart. Yes, so is Scott McLaughlin's. Oh, well, of course, Scott yeah. would be. <laughs> and you guys talking about running Vegas in one of my carts as well. So got the big, big names in there, man. Big names. I wish I could sell a few more, but got the big names in there. Whoa, we have sold, that's actually, we have serious. Sold quite a few. We've sold. We actually tough to get them in the country right now. Why is that? Oh well, everything, uh, in, everything Italy, shipping yeah, wise, just, just everything shipping wise, really hard. Hey, why don't you do That's something like cool. uh, like willpower, like uh, Ray Everham and Tony Stewart in the SRX series, but do the willpower celebrity karting series? That'd be badass. It, well, yeah, well, yeah, we've been kind of thinking about stuff like that. I mean, um, thinking about starting a kart team. It's um, it's huge over here. Great, great karting scene. Like unbelievably competitive. Some really good, talented kids in there. Yeah, there's some good tracks around central Indiana. Obviously, I'm, I would assume North Carolina's got some. You just mentioned Vegas. I mean, yeah, there's some good stuff going on with karting in the country. It's all over, like everywhere mm -hmm. you go, all over the country. There's kart clubs, there's, um, you know, national series. There's, you got SCUSA, you've got USPKS, the two big ones, and um, big events, and, and just really good talent. Like every single driver in just about every road course series in the world race go-karts a very what? important stepping stone mm -hmm. that uh that that i like to give back and you know i pay for a kid to go up and race at um the, the skews around in at indianapolis this weekend uh, i saw a kid that was doing really well has no money and said i'll you know i'll pay for your weekend to go up there and race because i thought he had a lot of talent Oh, What's that's the cool. Thing that translates from karting into major league racing. I, I've always been told that it's momentum to carry the momentum uh, without so much braking and acceleration. Mm. Is that the biggest thing you learn when you're in karting? It's everything. It's not just momentum. It's not one thing. Like to win at the top top level of go karting is really hard. Like really hard. You got to get everything right. You got to get the setup right. You got to, you know, nail it on in qualifying on the right lap on the tires, the pressures, this, um, all the driving details, the race craft. There's so many things that translate from go karting over to um, racing cars. So many things. It's important for you to feel changes in the car in your butt because that's going to translate when you get up to the bigger cars too, right? Yeah, yeah, all that, all that. The feedback you give when you're trying to set it up and um even just working on the go-kart to get some you know mechanical knowledge there's uh, many many benefits and that's why i still do it there's many benefits um that 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 help you 
translates the best grassroots racing for road course racing uh, there is, and it's it's relatively cheap. Well, since we're not going to talk talk any IndyCar, any racing, we'll a uh, little bit on this. Uh, what Kyle Larson is doing on dirt, whether it's sprint cars or World of Outlaws, I don't give a damn. You put him in a car, he's going to win the some bitch uh, Cup car. Now there's a lot of speculation that they're trying to get the dude into the 2022 Indy 500. Yeah, uh, your your opinion on what Kyle Larson is doing for the record books, and two, how well do you think he would do in an Indy car at the the 500? I think he'd do really well. He'd do really well. He's just one of those guys that have a, a you know tremendous amount of natural ability, and um, anything you put that guy in, he'll be very good. I've actually seen him race go karts out at GoPro, and he, I think he was really good too. So in one of your carts, because clearly that would matter. It was not one of mine. That's why I didn't win that day, but. <laughs> he um he did well for not being in one of mine. <laughs> no, but um he's that would be I think as you saw when Kurt Busch did it, he did really well. And you know, he had a good car obviously, but he he has you know, those guys. And I actually look forward to Jimmy running an oval because I think yeah, it's right in his wheelhouse and and he's now he's had so much experience of you know feeling the car on a road course where you can actually move it around and get a, a feeling of um, its limits. I think, he, you know, he'd have an upper hand on anyone right now that was uh, coming from NASCAR. So, uh, yeah, but Kyle Larson, mm, I was really excited when I heard that. I think, think he, I think he'd do well. Romain Grosjean was chasing you through, obviously, the Indy road course. He got himself another second place, but this weekend is his debut on an oval. Has he picked your brain, or do you know who he's, whose brain he's picking in order to get more oval knowledge before finally getting himself on that surface this weekend? Uh, no, I, I, I haven't spoken to him. I'm sure he's spoken to some other drivers, but uh, um, it's, pretty, it's a good oval to start on. It's like a road yeah. course. You have to downshift into turn one, two, and then you kind of wide, wide open and three, four, but definitely a, a good place to, to do, have your first run and try to get an understanding, um, you know, of what, what makes you fast on and over, which is, you know, it's all about understanding the car and, and working with your tools and, and tuning the car as you go through a race. So I feel like that's the biggest uh, – the toughest thing to understand is what to change as you go, actually. I think that's where experience counts. You know, I think we about run out of things to say, Will. Any questions? We gone, we've been going 31 minutes. That's yeah. nuts. That went yeah, quick, crazy. man. That went yeah. really We'll really have to start talking quick. racing if we stick around <laughs> longer. Who wants to do that? Right. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. Just another insane interview on Speed Freaks. Mm. Do you guys actually edit this or it just goes out as is? That's well, what I wonder. At about or it's the live. Si- <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. Everybody's watching now. Yeah. We've been live for the last half hour. We didn't tell you. No, I just, I was just like, I wonder if they're going to edit this or it just goes out as is. Just keep complete randomness of any subject that you can pull out of your head. You should, you guys should get my brother on here. I would love to get you. I would love to get you and your brother together. Oh, oh yeah, that'd be a disaster. That'd no, be, it wouldn't. It'd be an gold. Absolute disaster. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he, he'd, he'd probably do it. He'd do <laughs> is, it. Is, is your brother still playing the, the comedy circuits? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's still, he's still doing lots of stand-up and writing. He's actually a writer, so he writes a TV show. He did, he's, he's been working with HBO on a TV. Um, he wrote a TV show. They paid him uh, to work with the director to finish off the first season. So, 
Wow. We'll see. It's got to go through all the steps. And mm-hmm. um, as you know, in the tele, I don't know if you guys know, but in the television business, it's it's, it's not done until it's there on television. Oh, so yeah. It's going through all the various things you got to go through. But See, that's what IndyCar needs. Formula One's got Drive to Survive. NASCAR's got several other documentary-type series going on. They've got Pitbull behind them now. We need your brother to do something humorous IndyCar-wise, whether it's for Netflix or Hulu or somewhere. Yeah. That could really be good. Well, he it is actually based on IndyCar, Indy Lights and IndyCar. That's the premise. What? Yeah, you, if you can believe it, yeah. It's about a – it's actually, you know, the thing is it's about a – a uh, family it's a female driver you know in the first season and she gets pregnant from one of the other drivers that she's racing and doesn't tell anyone and then she's racing while pregnant then the brother's racing also and they're in competition and it's just a yeah it's kind of a drama comedy um and he, yeah he wrote that full full fully done like they got paid like good money to write it and and work with the director and and it's going up all the different channels he said he said hbo is um i think is google taking over hbo so he said they're in the middle of an acquisition um which is making stuff making it tough for him because they're kind of picking what shows they will make next season and he's hoping that uh, his one will be one of them Oh my God! Racing while pregnant—that's a whole nother. Yeah, term, pretty man. nuts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was in it. He was interviewing different drivers, and he was speaking to female drivers and trying to understand, you know, uh, how they, how it is for them, and all that, and team owners and everything. Yeah, he full, full effort uh, he put into it. See, and now we can take Hinchcliffe's wife. She's an actress. Make her the female driver. Boom. You, it's full you, circle. You could, yeah. Yeah, no. He, uh, yeah, he's already, already got an earmark for it. So, who would play? <laughs> who would play Will Power in this HBO dramedy? Well, I'm. It was. I want to say. I think he said because it was kind of based on. He did it because it, he he the the original script was he when he wrote it before he went to HBO um, with it was. Wow actually based on our family because you know myself and my dad were kind of nuts when we were working together prepping our, our own race cars and uh um you know dame my brother found that very amusing because we would always be fighting and arguing and yeah it was just a complete absolute i want to say shit fight <laughs> when we went racing you know it's just uh unbelievable yeah that's where he got the comedic value out of it <laughs> the way we would carry on so he based on it i think he i think he said the female driver was based on me <laughs> i think i can't don't quote me on that i, I think that's what he said like because i think it was sarah jessica parker's production company that picked it up and they wanted a you know a, a female written into it uh, so yeah I'm probably just, I've probably just totally ruined it for him. Yeah. Out live. I was thinking, like he's man. probably just lost the deal. Right. He's like, like, well, how can we put this out? Everyone knows the premise now. And they know the girl gets pregnant by that driver. It's just, he ruined it. Oh, no. To see it come to comedy, that that's what we all want. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah. But the HBO is probably watching this right now because that's what they do. And they're like, oh, man. Yeah. 
So did you break some news in here? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I probably just ruined it for him. <laughs> I'll no. have to pay him a lot of money. Cost him millions of dollars. He was going to get a deal and be a writer for Hollywood. Yeah, no. Probably was going to get a part in the script. Right. Not anymore. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah, time, yeah for, time for another interview. Liz, come in and say, shut the hell up. No, it's actually my mother-in-law. She was here looking after the little guy because Liz is out getting her nails done. Nice. And uh, um, I got to now. I got to watch my little fella. Make sure he doesn't tear up the house, and he's got to watch me for the same reason. Best job <laughs> there is. Best job. Yeah. yeah. Keep dad in line. That's right. Yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> Well, Will, why don't you go out and win another damn race so you can get back to the Freak Nation and we can talk about absolutely nothing for 35 minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wonder, I would actually like to see people's comments on mm -hmm. the times that I've been on here. If it's just like, we have to switch off after five minutes because they don't talk about it. It's just random stuff. Well, that was Seinfeld. That was one of the biggest shows in mm -hmm. television history. Oh, it was, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. And that's the show I just, that was the sort of brilliance I just ruined for my brother. Mm -hmm. The same thing. It's going to be like that randomness. No. <laughs> All right, man. Well, go take care of your little one, Will Power, here in the Freak Nation. Awesome. All right, thank bud. You thank you. Absolutely. All right, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See right. you, man. See you later. Bye. 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 <laughs>